Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker, the podcast for network marketing girlfriends looking for unfiltered and authentic advice on how to navigate through building your business alongside the craziness of life. My guests and I keep it super real here for you guys, zero fluff. So welcome to today's episode. All right, all right, everybody. I'm so excited. I'm always excited at the beginning of these interviews, I tell you. It's one of my favorite things to do. I mean, I just love chatting with amazing rockstar network marketers out there and sharing stories. And today is no exception. I have the beautiful Lisa Bandman with me today. Uh, Lisa and I have known each other for, gosh, well, I, I met you through my husband, right? Jason? Has it been 10 years? Oh, okay. can't be, maybe not. Maybe not 10, Jason says, maybe not that, but at least five or six, I think. It's been a while. Um, we've kind of known each other through people, I think. And then, yeah. then our worlds collided, which has been amazing. But Lisa is a mom of her son, Jonah, who's how old's Jonah now? He is 16. 16. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, you're with me in that whole teenage thing right now. It's yeah. like, I need a support network just for that. <laughs> we should start that. That's, <laughs> we podcast. Start That's a podcast in itself. Oh my God. I have a 16-year-old <laughs> son. Help me. Um, and he's yeah. driving. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. mine's not driving yet. Oh. Um, he's she, Lisa is an interior designer, an amazing interior designer, you guys. Um, she has her own company with her husband, Jerry, and she's also a network marketing sister. And I love uh, I love her so much. We um, we work together. We have different product lines, but we, we, we work together that way too. I love her product. She loves mine. And I'm super excited to have her here with you guys today to share her journey into network marketing and some of her ups and her downs and her sideways and her twists and her turns and uh, some great tips and advice for y'all. So Lisa, welcome so much to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. And we do keep it super real here and she knows that. So she's not fluffing up anything. It's all super real. So I love to start with the question, you know, how were you brought into this network marketing world and what were your thoughts and things before and during and after? And, And so just tell us your story. Start from the beginning. I actually was introduced to network marketing right after high school. Between high school and college, I took two years off and worked. And somebody introduced me to network marketing. And I was actually thinking about this today and laughing at the product that I was um, trying to sell, which was really funny. Um, because I, was, I would have been maybe 19 or 20. It wasn't a product that related to me at all. I had no interest in it. But I, I already thought, this is a really great business model. And I jumped in and we both, it didn't last very long. Um, and then after that, I've actually been um, probably, I was again trying to think probably in three or four other network marketing uh, businesses over the years. And then after that, I had enough. Um, I was done. Um, so when um, I was introduced again, um, I was like all up my, I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this. This is not for me. Um, I've had bad experiences. Um, I have a real job now. Um, I don't, I don't do this. Right. And so it's again, reflecting back now, it's, it's funny. I was introduced to the product and I was using it and, um, I was sharing it with everyone around me. So I would, I would talk to my friends. I'm like, this is really, really awesome. You need to, you need this in your life, but I don't do this as a bit. I don't do this. I have nothing to do with this, but you can go see my upline. They're going to help you out. They'll, they'll take care of you. Right. And I was doing that actually for a long time. I was handing out samples to everyone I knew. And um, I would carry product around with me everywhere I would go. And finally, my husband looked at me one day and, and he said, Lisa, like, would you ever do this as a business? And I was so offended. I remember looking, I still clearly know exactly where I was standing. And this is look, the shock on my 
on my, I must've just looked at them like, are, are you crazy? Like, no, I don't do this. And I was really offended. I'm like, no, I'm, I won't do this. And after he goes, well, you already are actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's how he's going to do this this time. So it wasn't on purpose that I, that I started, um, the business end, but, um, I was obviously very passionate about the project, uh, the product and was already sharing. So that's a little bit about how I, um, I got started this time. So, and after that, it just, I really, okay, yes, Lisa, actually you are doing this as a business. Let's just admit it. And, um, it's great. And really we, especially as women, we are always doing network marketing. Like we're always talking about things like whether it's something you bought at a store or a bottle of wine or a restaurant or whatever. I mean, if I get a deal on something, I'm the first one to go, Oh my gosh, you need to go there and get it. It's only X amount of dollars, right? Right. Yeah. It's part of our nature. Um, and, and, you know, to, to say that you started this business in your twenties, like I know I'm in my forties and I think you're right. the same, right? So, I mean, gosh, I wish I had found this business in my twenties. Cause you think to yourself, right. where would I be if I had to just right. stuck with it then, you know, however, I don't know if I would have been that, that, um, that mature in my twenties to be able to really do this business the way that it should be. Like, so when you were in your twenties, what were you thinking? Is it like, this was just, good money or I think so I think I saw I had a friend who I work with so I was working full-time um I guess between those two years and then somebody um who I worked with invited me to what she was doing and um it would have been an an evening I I don't remember all the details because it was I've been 20 years ago that's crazy right yeah. And, um, like I said, the product now looking back for someone, especially my age, it was just, it was, it, it wasn't a good fit. And you have, I have talked about it right yeah. now that yeah. the product has to be a good fit with who you are. But I, I think I was just really excited to be part of a team. I, I looking back now, that was probably it where I really wanted, I looked up to this person and they're doing this. Absolutely. I wanted, I want to do this. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't, it, like I said, it wasn't a good fit and it was a product that was super difficult to be sell, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a great product, but I was actually thinking like my mother-in-law still has a cupboard full of, <laughs> of like crystals or whatever. Crystal. <laughs> it is actually crystal. Yes. Um, very pretty crystal, but thinking yeah. about it, um, now, like it just wasn't something that was really, I couldn't really get passionate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't align with where you were at that time, but you know, you bring up some good points about talking to, I guess, millennials. Is that the 20 somethings year old? I, I get messed up with Gen X is millennials, Gen I do too. We'll just, whatever. I think it's millennials. It. Well, we're going we're gonna to go yeah. with that. But when you like, so do you like, do you have a lot of millennials on your team? Like, are you, do you channel back to that time in your life when you were in your twenties going, okay, like, you know, how did I feel at that time? Like if you're going to present the business opportunity to somebody in their twenties, you know, what was it that, you know, you gravitated to, like, do you use that in your, in your business now when you're thinking about talking to millennials or I guess it's a different time. It is a very different time, but, um, again, I have someone who has joined recently and, um, uh, he, it's a, it's a male, which is oh. completely different, right? For, we have a couple of males on our team now. So, um, and my husband and I are working together. So we've done that on purpose, mm-hmm. um, just not to exclude anyone. And it has been amazing. So when I had that initial talk with him and said, imagine where your life will be in 10 years or five years and 10 years. Right. And he saw that. Yeah that he's going to have that time freedom. Right. Um, but it's, 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 it's a different generation than where we are. 
yeah. um, a different language and a different, and it's just very different, but it's, it's amazing. So we have actually um, my niece as well as in her twenties. Um, and again, building very differently than, than how I build. And that's, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. They're very much, uh, yeah, social media, you know, online. Um, it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a, it, I always say it's like, they're like, when you have a lot of millennials, cause they're kind of on their, they're in their own space, right? Like I right. find that I'm, I'm in my forties. I kind of think a certain way. I'm very methodical and like, you know, I'm like, okay, what's the next step and this and this, where I feel, I find that sometimes millennials can kind of just, which is a breath of fresh air come in and they just have their own, like, okay, they're going to go down this road and I know nothing about it. You know, Instagram, for instance, it's like they completely totally build an Instagram and it's like, it's neat and it's exciting, but it's not, it's not like I, I, I try to do what they do on Instagram, but it doesn't come across the same way. I feel like right. a bogey on Instagram trying to like, you know, be the young millennial. So it's like, it's an interesting generation to work with in this business because they do think differently than we have, than I do anyways. I don't, that's how I feel about it. But, um, I do wish that I had found this business in my twenties because you know, where would we be now? It's like showing that vision of that residual. Absolutely. Right. You know, income and all that, that, which is good. The other thing you mentioned that I wanted to bring up is that, that where you said, you know, that, that day that, you know, Jerry said, you know, you should be doing this. Like you should be, you know, have you ever thought about really doing this? And you said that you clearly, you can remember that day. So where yeah. you're standing, right? Yeah. And I believe that those are moments in time where our life goes, you know, we're going in this direction and all of a sudden it goes in this direction, you know, absolutely. that moment in time where something has shifted mm-hmm. and that was it. Cause I know I felt that same way when I was introduced to network marketing. I remember that day so clearly the day I decided that, Hey, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And like every detail from that day I remember. So it's kind of interesting that you, um, that you brought that up, that you said that, um, so you and Jerry work together. We do. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. How did you, did you bring him on board? Did he watch you for a bit and say, Hey, I want to do this with you. Like how did that all unfold? Um, for sure. I, so I was building and had, had built our team to a, a certain size. And then we realized that, um, we were going to tap into our own strengths, which I think is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has a very, he comes from a very different background than I do. Mm-hmm. So he, um, he now uses his strengths and then I use mine. So he actually, um, just before you and I hopped on this call, he was doing a training call with our team and that's his strength and that's his gift where, um, he loves marketing. So social media. So he was teaching the team on that where, um, I love it, but like you, it's not my strength and my gift, right? So tapping into, um, our individual strengths and then combining them to, to build our team and speak into our team. Um, so that's been really, really great where we recognize in the beginning, okay, what are your strengths and what are my strengths and how can we combine that? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and we still have other work and other businesses that we do. Um, So it's, it's just like, what, what, how can we contribute and how can we, um, add value to our customers and to our team using our strengths? So we've tapped into that. I love that. And so you're working as a team to, you know, work with your team. Now, do you guys, when you leave in the morning, let's say for your day, so Jerry's out finding prospects and stuff on his own and you are as well, or do you just more work together and the internal pieces of, of the business? More internal where I am um, up until I would say he's joined me and maybe in the last six months where he's been more visible. He's always been a big supporter of mine, which is so important, has been such a blessing because I know not everybody has that, right? Not everyone has that support at home. So that's been really, really great Um, where um, I would, like I said, I think it's maybe been 
maybe six months, a little bit longer, where he said, you know, I can support you in this way as well and use my strengths, where on a day-to-day, I'm still out, um, I'm, I'm gone a lot. Um, I'm, so I'm sort of the, the face of, yeah. probably for the customers, I'm the face yeah. of our, our business. But um, he is then a lot of behind the scenes um, where he's, he's incredible support and does, a, like I said, the training uh, for our leaders. But I see there will be a shift in that over, over as, as we're both developing our brands and mm-hmm. um, developing personally that his brand will, um, that he will become more of the face um, as well. Yeah. In a different aspect. It, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's typical. I think it's because, I mean, they say like, I think it's like seven, something like 77% of network marketing uh, professionals are women. And I think a lot of us are the face. We're out there, you know, doing the do, sharing the love, doing the product presentations, all that kind of stuff where um, the, some of the men, I mean, not all of them, but I know for my, my case, it's the same where Jason's involved in my business, but he's not, uh, I mean, he talks to people, but he brings it back to me and is like, oh, Oh, hey, I've got this person or so-and-so wants right. some more info or can you help this person or whatever. Um, so he's talking about it, but he's not necessarily out there like, you know, flashing it. Hey. Yeah. Like, Hey, come, you know, hey. which, which works, right. And so it's finding the balance though. Like I know sometimes it's hard for people who don't have supportive husbands. Um, and that's, you know, another podcast itself trying to work through that, but we've been both fortunate to have those partners that have mm-hmm. absolutely and catch it. And it is a blessing. Um, but when you do have that supportive husband, like you say, like, what are their strengths? How can you bring them into the business in a way that's going to, because, you know, even though we're the face, it's still our family business. And I'm sure you feel the same, like Absolutely. your business is a family business. And even our kids, like I know is Noah's or Joan is probably involved. I know Jack and Dylan, I mean, they're teenagers, so they don't do as much anymore, but they know, you know, when mom's doing something or when mom and Jason are doing something like, you know, they know it's part of the business and they respect that kind of thing. So you guys and have absolutely. That. And, and where, when I have a season where it's going to be, um, busy for a month or two, then we, then I'm very open to say, this is what's happening over the next couple of months, right? Yeah. Or this is, this is where I'm going to be. I'm not going to be here a lot in the evenings, but then we make time during the rest of, you know, other times during the day, right? Yeah. Um, so just to give, it is very much a family where, where we're doing this as a team. Yes. It's been, been great. And I think that's a really huge tip for the listeners out there that are, are, are building their business to include your family, include your spouse, include your kids as much as possible into the business. Even if it's just like, you know, my daughter used to put my stickers on my catalogs, you know, and I'd give her five bucks or, um, you know, to sit down and say during a busy time, we're going for promotion. Hey, this is what, this is what it's going to look like for the next few months. But Hey, listen, if we can get through this, you know, we're going to go a family dinner, a movie night or something, you know, if you can just help me get through this next phase kind of thing. And I think, that's, that's super important to keep everybody, you know, on board and excited and, and, uh, make it a a thing. Right. And I had, um, I saw a really great, um, post, I didn't post or, uh, read something on it where before you, um, before you start that season, have that vision board where we typically, we just think of making our own, right. But have the kids put their, Mm. either leave a spot on your vision board where they can put their things on there, what they would like at the end or have them make their own where it really is part of their, that they can get excited about it. They're, they're, they're in, you know, they're seeing that what we're working towards, but that's also teaching them. Right. So I love that as part of, as we're learning, we're growing, we're developing that we have that next generation. Like our son is, is growing up with this, right. Mm-hmm. And that's incredible. We often have him listen to the same books that we're listening to. Yes. He's watching the videos. And it's funny when he starts quoting, 
people. Right? <laughs> like, oh, Brendan says this, or yeah. you know, whenever he listens to this. So it's um, actually part of his his self development in the morning is um, is a lot of the same books and podcasts that we listen to, right? And again, so he has had this since he was probably 15 for the last year. That's part of every morning. He has an hour of that. So we're reteaching them that. And I, and that's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's so, it's so true to watch, have them watch us and be a part of it. And I know for me too, having them be a part of it alleviates some of that mom guilt, right? Because we, I know for you, you and I are both the same. We're busy, active in our businesses. We have big businesses and it does take us away from the home it does. and, or sometimes it just not even from the home, but sometimes at nights I need to be on my computer and I'm not, you know, kissing the kid. Like, I mean, I'm kissing them goodnight, but I'm not the one putting them to bed and I'm not the one, you know, doing the bath because I'm here doing a training or a coaching and, um, you know, so having them be a part of the whole big thing and, and, you know, it just, for somehow, somehow it just seems to alleviate some of that because they understand and they know, cause they're a part of it. I'm not excluding them from it. They just, right. they just know, right. In the bigger picture of things. So I love the vision board thing. That's, that's such a great, um, great little activity to do with the kids and getting them dreaming and visualizing and seeing us, you know, seeing, seeing it actually come to life, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And so you talked a little bit about um, your brand. Um, so you're building your personal brand. So what does that like? Can you share a little bit about that? Like, what is your what does that include, and how does that look for you? And and um, you know, I because I'm a big believer that we are not our companies; right. we are ourselves, and we represent. Uh, you know, part of you know my brand is I have a company that I represent their products. You know, so tell us a little bit about how you develop that, and and uh, your thoughts and beliefs around. Um, building a personal brand. And so mine is just in the process. So my website is not up yet, um, but it's been a really interesting um, just journey to, to sit down and think about what are my superpowers. And actually one day during I, we got a big whiteboard, um, actually it's clear. And we listed what are our superpowers? What are we here to do? Mm-hmm. What gifts have we been given? What are our, our abilities, things that you get up in the morning and they light us up and we can just do that all day, a strike of time. We're like, what are, what are we here? We call them our superpowers. I love that. And so for me, it's just, I'm just in the process of that. And we realized um, that Jerry and I have very different gifts and very different messages. Um, they tie together beautifully but we are here to impact um, very like different communities, right? Mm-hmm. So where we used to have our own brand together, mm-hmm. which was great, and we will still continue to work together, but just sitting down and actually going through that exercise and taking that time to, to take an inventory of what are my strengths? What am I, what am I here to do? Who am I here to serve? Mm. So, um, and, and then again, things like strength finders are really great for that to support you. But for the most part, if you've gone through and you've, you've done that exercise and you've been quiet and you've listened and, and you know, what am I good at? That's not going to be a big surprise when you do any official strength finders test, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, even though it's always like, Oh, of course I, of course there it is. Right. Yeah. So it's good, good support <laughs> that. Yes, I'm on the right path. Um, so we're actually doing that with a lot of our team right now. We're having them go through the strength finders. Mm-hmm. Just if they haven't taken that time to realize what their superpower is and everybody has them, which is a super cool thing. Like we all have them. We've all born with them. Maybe just, we haven't developed them or we haven't taken the time to figure what they are. So we're, oh, we're really, afraid of them. <laughs> yeah. To some degree, like, right? Like sometimes right. we're like, Oh, I know I'm really good at public speaking, but I don't want to get, you know what I mean? Like there's some things that maybe holding us back that way too. That's awesome. But it's so freeing. It is so freeing once you look at that. 
Um, and again, especially in network marketing, um, like we have a huge community, um, an amazing upline, but they're very different than I am, right? I don't have the same strengths that they have. So there's not, I don't feel like I need to build the same way they're building. I don't need to share, look like them, right? So I can, I can absolutely do what I'm doing, but in my way, because I'm going to reach an audience at that these are my people, these are my tribe, these are the people that, that need to hear my message. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been as really freeing build who you, who you are, build as, as you, right? Yeah. Somebody else, but take the time to, to really figure out who you, what your message is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so important because we need leaders at the top of all different types of personalities. Because if you're somebody who's maybe more quiet, but you know, you're really good at reaching out on a personal one-to-one basis, you're maybe not all over social media. We need leaders like that because there are people out there who are similar, who look at the ones who are all over social media and go, oh, I I could never be successful at this because I couldn't be like that. And so we need different types of leaders of all different faces, spaces, sizes, all that kind of thing so that people can see themselves in in those leaders and go, okay, if she can do it, so can I. And I think that is so um, powerful. So yeah, so it's just, it's, it's us, um, representing ourselves so we can inspire, you know, those pieces of ourselves that people see in themselves and go, okay, if she can do it, I can. And I think that's so important. And so I think there are some tracks that have to be run on that are laid out by our uplines and our systems and our, in our businesses. And I think there's some key things that we do kind of have to stick to as far as, uh, you know, your systems, but the way that you unroll those systems, the way that you show up that Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of flexibility in that and showing up as yourself and your personal brand. Right. Absolutely. We have an amazing um, system that we walk everybody through. doesn't matter who they are, where they come from. This is exactly, this is how we start. We have um, the same process, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how you then deliver that um, with your flavor and your, right, your, your yeah. strengths is, is going to be your, um, your, your superpower. So, mm-hmm. but yes, this is, we all start the same. We all go through the, we do the same actions, right? Yeah. Um, and this is what's required if you want to um, build a team, but yes, yeah, doing it or do it, adding it after that, like finding yeah, out what learn the basics and then add your flavor kind of thing. And it's yes. like that whole, I do. So watch me, we do. So you learn and, and you get to do it with me and then you do. And then once you've got it, then you can take it and then start adding your, your own flavor into it. Right. So, cause I think that's super important for duplication and duplication is the name of the game in this business, right. Is getting people to Absolutely. understand the basics of what it is they need to do. And then once they're there and they've got it and they're good at it, then start adding in your spice and your flavors and making it yours. But you've got to have those basics in place first, right? So absolutely. Yeah. And so how do you guys really make sure that the duplication is happening as your team starts getting deep, right? Because it's easy to do that with somebody you personally bring in, but when they right. start bringing in and they start bringing in, so how do you kind of keep that, um, those tracks organized and, and, uh, in your team, what's your, what's your way to do that? We are very fortunate that our company actually just released a really great, um, step-by-step training guide, right? So, um, up until recently, it was our upline who had a really great system. We all followed it. We had access to it. This is our three-month program. Follow this. It's a ama- and it was step-by-step was laid out for us, which was great. So it was easily shareable, right? Yeah. And um, but 
um, just in the, in the last number of months, um, our company has put a really great program together where we, we follow it, um, we PDF it, here's this, um, and then we can still do our calls, but that's so easy to share then because we know I'm sharing the same thing, do this, these are the five steps that you're going to do and, and rinse and repeat, right? So it's really, um, really great. I mean, it, it's, we, we are so fortunate because we have listened to this book during, you know, if you're at this leadership level, this is, this is what's going to help you grow, which is amazing. Right. So it's not just coming from us yeah. as your upline, but this is, you know what, this is what's tried and true. So these are the people who have come before us and this is a system that they've laid out that works and works really, really well. Yeah. So follow this, listen to this, work on the mindset, work on um, every aspect of, of your business. It's laid out and follow step by step. So it's, we're very fortunate that we, we have that. And it's so important, you know, this point, bringing this up for everybody who's listening, it's so important to um, not reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? So if your company has a system, your team has a system that is working and you know, it's working because there's people above you who are above them, who are above them, who are getting success. And so that's how, you know, it's working. And if that's, if that's the case, you know, follow that system, right? Because it's there for a reason. And why there's no reason to reinvent the wheel because that's just a lot more work. That's just a lot more. If there's a, a step-by-step system in place, just follow I've tried it. Yeah. Like just, yeah. just follow yeah. it. And you know, your team does what you do. So if you're doing the system and, and at all levels in, in network marketing, we are all working the same system. There's not a different system for people who are at the top than those who are just getting started. We're all doing the same things over and over and over again. Um, and that's how you get that duplication is that you're all working doing the same things. And when somebody comes in from way down, they see that and they go, Oh, okay. That's what she's doing. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. So the people at the top, um, they've just done it more, right? So yeah. it's the same steps, but they've just done it a few thousand times more than yeah. someone who's just starting out. Right. It's so, a few hundred thousand times, thousand times more. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they're really good at it. And they've tried all of these, the systems. So if they put a system in place, it's because they've learned from it. Right. Yeah. And just, just follow the steps. And again, I would say that's your roadmap. This is your roadmap that's been laid out for you. Follow the steps and the and it will get you where you're headed. And I think what happens is, is sometimes people think, you know, the first time they do it or the second time they do, you know, the steps and they get the no, and then they get the second no. And then the third no. And they're like, this doesn't work. Like this, this, this is not working. And you're like, it is working, but you just haven't done it enough times. And that's why when you, you know, they say the person at the top has had the most no's it's because right. they do, they've done that system over and over right. again, the right amount of times to be able to find that success. It does, you don't get yeses necessarily right off the, the get go. Um, so speaking of that, how do you deal with, um, you know, things like rejection and, and, um, you know, the no's and the, the cancellations and all that kind of stuff. What's your, what are some top tips that you have for dealing with, dealing with the not so fun stuff that we do in this business that we get dealt with in this business? Um, yes. And there's a lot, there can be a lot, right? Um, so actually some a fun thing that we do as a team, sometimes when we have a tech splits, I will give out uh, prizes for the most no's. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Um, so that again, we're, te- I'm teaching, you know, if, if you're getting a lot of no's, that is amazing. That means they're reaching out to a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. So at a team level, we do that. And then um, for myself, it's, it's creating those daily habits of, um, mindset and creating just habits of, of being uh, focused and knowing that, that the more no's you get, the more 
good things are coming, right? And it is exactly that. So um, we I recently ventured into a new sorry, market where we're, we're trying something new. And, you know, the first person I contacted, my voice was shaky and I have no idea what I said, but it was a no at the end. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But at the end of that, I celebrated that. You know what? I did it, right? I, I picked up that phone and I called, I called this person, right? Um, and just being mindful of that and, and, and it is really um, being grateful for that connection because you don't know, right? You don't know what that will lead to. Yeah. Um, so being, being grateful for all the no's and being grateful for all of the people that you interacted with and connected with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if an evening doesn't go as planned, I still walk away from that being grateful for the opportunity. So gratitude is a huge, has been a really big part of my mindset. And I teach that as well to, to be grateful because you, it just puts you in such a different state. Um, so those are a few things, but it it is really creating those habits. So we all have days where things just don't go as we thought they were. Right. Um, but if I, if I, (laughs) what, (laughs) you've had one of those, Shana, (laughs) in all of your years, um, but creating habits that, you know, that I'm going to, um, you know, grab my favorite podcast. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to, um, I have my song, right? I've got some power songs that I just plug into. This is my, this is my song. This is my, um, gets me refocused again. Um, and I'm aware of when I feel that way, when I go down that path, right? When I get, you know, you get the message of a, of a canceled event or, um, if someone who you thought was going to be your next big rock star, they're not. Um, the, and those things will just naturally come up. Um, but if if you have the tools that you've developed that this is this is how I I refocus and reset, right? Um, sometimes it's even like you and I were just chatting before taking a deep breath. Maybe it's doing pausing for a moment, meditation, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and start your day with that too, right? Yeah. Being intentional about okay, what do I what do I um, what do I feed my mind with every morning? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's going to determine your day. Again, if you're starting with things like gratitude, mindset, and mindset development, um, it's going to make it so much easier that that those don't affect you as much, they and that is big, big learning for me, right? They end up rolling off of you a lot easier when you've taken the time to practice and create a habit around gratitude and appreciation. It's, you know, Tony Robbins always says, trade your expectations for appreciations. And when you do that, it's like everything shifts, right? It's like, you know, being thankful for the person that you got to practice on, even though they said no, you know, you always want to focus on the activity, not the outcome. And I always say, even if it's a no, it was an opportunity for me to practice and get better, you know, and you can learn from it. And, um, you know, the power song, um, I love that. It made me write down um, the movie, The Greatest Showman. I've heard that this, I haven't seen this yet. I'm watching this. I haven't either. I heard it's incredible, especially for those of us in this business, The Greatest Showman. And apparently it is all about like just striving through in, in the times where it's tough, when people are saying no left, right and center and just like powering through that and just standing up and, and, and doing it anyways. And so it sounds like a, a movie that if you're having those tough days, weeks, months, years sometimes <laughs> put yeah. on that movie and watch it in repeat. And apparently the soundtrack's just as amazing as well. Um, oh, awesome. The other thing is recognizing it too, right? Cause sometimes you can go down those rabbit holes of having a bad day, week or whatever. And you, if you don't recognize it, you can start to like, it like feeds off of it. Like the negativity can feed and then you can get upset. And then all of a sudden this happens and then this happens. And then it's like, you're just attracting all of these <laughs> negative situations yeah. to you. And so you have to recognize that you're going in, in that and then stop it. And then like you say, stop, drop and gratitude, you know, make a list, start 
I should be a t-shirt. Stop, drop and gratitude, right? Stop, drop and gratitude, baby. I'm going to do that. And that's really what it is, is like, it's a way to get you out of, um, out of any of those sort of negative, um, tailspins that we can get ourselves into when things start to cancel and, and, um, people quit or all that kind of stuff that happens. So all the good things, right. And and I think all the good things that, which is why we we love what we do, but there, there are those days where it's, um, we, we have rerun, I was going to say conventional business and this is in some aspects so much harder than that, where it's so much more rewarding, right? Yeah. Um, but sorry, I was going to go back to if, if I have a class once in a while, um, an event will just not go as planned, right? But then, um, maybe, and there's two in a row, then I, then I stop and focus. Is it something that I'm doing or is it, is it just, is it just, because we can't control people, darn it, right? We can't, can't control them. Um, but then sometimes after that, I find myself um, already almost um, fearful or thinking of, of that next event or that next evening, yes. am I going to be successful, right? So then pausing before that. And that, is, and that gets easier with practice too. Like the longer you do this, the more you're aware of that, right? But I know in the beginning it was, I would almost be like, oh, the last two haven't gone well. Tonight's not going to go well either. Yes, yes. And then and people can pick up on that. So if the whole time I'm talking, I'm just thinking already looking at people and thinking this is just going to, not even worth my time to drive out. Right. Um, so that has been a really big learning for me is to really take that moment before I start speaking, uh, to, to be grateful and just shift my state. Yeah. Your energy. Yeah. And, and I can read that off of you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. Absolutely. It's, it's, you can't prejudge, you know, you can't sit there and go, okay, well, last night was bad. I must be off. That means tonight I'm going to be horrible or, you know, right. whatever. It's like, you've got to erase that kind of that from your mind and just go in fresh and open and just, you know, it is what it is. It's just sometimes I, I call them kiss of death weeks. Like sometimes you have okay. like <laughs> those weeks where it's like every presentation was horrible, you know, but right. then you also have pres- weeks where everything is good. And I always say, you've got to take the good with the bad, right? Like there isn't, it's not always going to be you know, a straight arrow up and everything's going to be perfect. And those it's in the moments where we have the bad presentations, the failures, the people quitting, that's where we have the best, the greatest growth. Personally, we learn so much from that, right? So then it circles back to gratitude, you know, thank you for the lessons. Thank you for teaching me that. Thank you for helping me see that I needed to be better at this, or I could do this differently, you know, and it's, it's just having those moments of gratitude. Oh my gosh. We could talk forever. This is stop, so drop and gratitude. So stop, drop, and gratitude. Look, and we came up with a new, a new meme. Okay. I'm going right. to meme that. <laughs> totally. I love it. Um, it's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that is a podcast in itself. Look at all the ideas that come out of here and keep Machina Records. So we definitely keep it real here. So Lisa, I am so thankful for your time and I don't want to take up any more of your time because I know you're a busy lady. Um, I, I just, but I do want to ask you one more question if that's okay. Um, okay. I would love to hear from you. Um, and I like to ask this question, you know, talk two, three things that you say that you think when you look back on your journey network marketing that contributed to your success in this business, what would you say would, would those things be that really just looking back, you go, it was definitely this and this, you know, and whatever it may be, what comes to you when I say that? I would say belief, um, building on my belief, building that every day and being aligned with um, a company and a product that I believe in and I love, um, but working on my mindset and on my belief every day, um, learning every day and 
So belief, pers- I had something belief, else. Is <laughs> belief is huge. You keep thinking belief is huge because you, you can't have cracks in your belief if you're well, going to get to the top in this business. And that's not just in your product. It's in yourself. It's in your company. It's in, it's in everything. So if there's a crack anywhere, if you're finding that your wheels are spinning and you're not getting ahead, look for the crack. Where's the crack, right? Is it in the product? Is it in the company? Is it in yourself? Most of the times it's in ourselves. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Yeah. just do some digging there. Personal development for sure. Can't, you can't. Um, yeah. You can't, yeah. That's, that's a must. That's a given, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's one thing I wanted to add to that. And this has yeah. been, I was doing this, but it was a learning that I don't think I was aware of at the time that I believe that if, if, if you have a vision, you have a goal of, of what, where you want to grow your team, that if you have the capacity to imagine it, then you also have the gifts and abilities to achieve that. Yes. So we are not given these, these goals or these, these dreams or, you know, these goal ranks without the capacity to complete that. Yes. So I, 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 I feel this is where I tell people and it's, you know, if you, if you, if you have the desire, if you, this is something that is in your heart, then you have the capacity to do do that to do that. So very much in the beginning, that was where, you know, I set a leadership level and this is, this is where I believe fully that I was capable of, of reaching that. And it was fairly quickly that I, because I had such a strong belief that I was capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just, just to be aware of that. So if, you know, if you're listening to this and you, you think maybe I don't, but you have this vision of, of what your team you want to build, you absolutely have. It's a law of the universe. It, it's, yes. it is one of those things. It's not that I made that up. You made that up. Somebody made this up. It's just a universal law. Yeah. And you, you have the ability to do that. And I think that's the book. Um, I think it's called, is it the magic or, uh, by, um, uh, Gilbert, I forget, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, big magic, I think is what it's called. Something like that. And she talks about that, that there's, there's these things that we're given these ideas, these thoughts that we're given and they're given to us for a reason. And it's because we're the person who's, um, is the one who is capable of executing these things. And if you've been, you know, you were, you, you, you got introduced to network marketing for a reason. If you come into this business and you saw yourself in that position, that goal, that dream, that, that, income size, the team size, all the things. Yeah, you can do it, you know, and, and it saddens me to see people walk away before they've even, you know, really tried, you know, really put the action behind the vision. Cause the vision is, is great. We need the vision, but we also need to take action. And a lot of times that's the piece that's missing because of really deep down it's fear, you know, of of, another podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I totally Yeah. Fear yeah. is, is, is really, which is our ego. It, like there's a whole thing about that, but um, it, that's what stops us from taking the action. And then it's, it's, you know, it's like, I know it's scary. This business isn't easy. This is not something that um, just happens for people. We get, you know, really courageous. We get out of our own way. We do a lot of the personal development, we have, you know, beliefs, and we put ourselves out there and we do that day in and day out, regardless of the no's, regardless of the no shows, regardless of the cancellations. And and that's what builds, you know, your success and that's what builds your confidence and that's what builds your belief and that's what builds all of those things. Um, so you can get to the top and, and serve those people. So, um, that's a huge one, a huge, huge. I love that you said that. I love that you said that. So Lisa, this has been amazing. 
Thank you for having me, Shana. Thank you. And I'm sure I'm going to think of a million other questions that I should have asked you after I'm done. So there may be a part two to this. <laughs> I always do that. I'm like, oh, I should have asked her this and I should have asked that. Um, but I just love, love chatting with you. You're a dear friend of mine um, and you're just amazing. And I've actually watched you uh, grow your business um, almost since you started, I think, because um, you started just after maybe a year or so after I did. And it's just been three years. Yeah. Almost three, years, three, years. three years now in the business. Yeah. So just been amazing to watch you. You're just a force to be reckoned with. I'm excited for you. Um, and just a, such an authentic, amazing, like just natural beauty. So I just want to just thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. And I know that you're serving a lot with your messages today. So, um, I just appreciate you and, uh, loved having you here today with, uh, with my, with my tribe. So thank you so much, Lisa. Thanks for having me, Shana. And uh, where can we find you if people wanted to like, hey, that Lisa girl, she's really awesome. I want to go check her out on Instagram. Or, <laughs> Follow her Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is Banman. Okay. And I'll put these in the notes too. So Banman. Yeah. And, and Facebook is under Pure and Simple Living. Okay. Awesome. Pure so those are my two. That's where I show up. Okay. Well, send me those links and I'll make sure those get into the show notes for this awesome. episode. So thank you so much for your time. Lisa. I love you. Have a good day. Bye. This episode of Keeping It Real with Shana Recker was brought to you by my new 100% free online course, Six Steps to Goal Crushing. If you've got goals, girlfriend, you'll love this. Six Steps to Goal Crushing outlines the top six strategies that I know for a fact help me achieve my biggest business goals. Crush your goals with this freebie. Grab your copy at www.shanarecker.com. Love this episode of Keeping It Real? Head over to iTunes to subscribe and I would be super grateful if you could leave me a review on what you love the most. The feedback helps me help you and I truly appreciate all your reviews and feature them on my upcoming podcast. That's it for now, girlfriends. Until next time, keep on keeping on.